0: Okay. Um. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing today? Good, I hope. Uh, First, I just want to thank Kluid so much for having us here. We're really excited to be here. Uh, I can just start by introducing myself a little bit. My name is Simi Ojuri. I'm from uh, California, hence the non-British accent. Um, But I've been working across uh, digital media, e-commerce, and a bit in product development at companies like uh, Discovery Communications. And then I moved to Copenhagen uh, sometime last year to actually pursue my uh, master's studies. And there I found uh, 23, and I've been working with them on the partnerships team uh, with our video marketing platform. And basically, on the partnerships team, we're helping agencies across the world uh, become video marketing experts and uh, help to implement those video strategies for their clients. So today, I'll be talking to you a little bit about video marketing and specifically how to run uh, your video properly across your entire marketing funnel. To just kind of set the scene a little bit, i like to start with a quote from Rand Fishkin, and he's um, the founder of a company called Moz, and he's basically uh, built his entire uh, video around business. And for context, uh, he ran these uh, weekly video series called uh, Whiteboard Fridays, and they're basically one of the largest drivers of revenue for him. And what he says is, the branding and stickiness value of video means that every viewer is worth in the marketing sense, 10 times more than, uh, 10 times more than a redate of context, and maybe more. So I think this definitely just sets the scene about how powerful video can be for marketers uh, and how useful it can be, but what's important is that to make sure that we're measuring video properly so we can really harness the power that it has. So this is kind of a state of video marketing today. We have uh, the qualitative side of video and we have the quantitative side of video. So we know that video is great for communicating. It's great for storytelling. It's superhuman and very relational. But today the quantitative side of video is really lacking. So marketers aren't being data driven about their video. They're not being results oriented about their video. And so what we want is for these two circles to be more equal in size, we want to put as much stock into creating and producing our video as we are into measuring our video. Because at the end of the day, if we have all this really great content that's super engaging, but no one's watching it, then it's really worth nothing to us and for nothing to our brand. So before I talk about some of the best practices for video marketing, I'll just go into a little bit about what's wrong with video today. And for that we kind of have eight lessons. So the first is that the majority of marketers are only using video at the top of their buyer's journey. So the problem with that is we want marketers to be thinking with more of a full funnel mindset. So thinking about how we can map out the funnel uh, using video. So maybe that's using uh, case study videos, maybe it's using uh, webinars, but what are the different types of videos that we can use across the funnel to move our users down? The second thing is, are marketers properly measuring video across a, through, through their funnel? And overwhelmingly the answer is no. So we found actually here that only 55% of marketers are measuring the amount of plays, which is really insane because that number should be 100% because measuring plays is essentially like measuring clicks to your website. Like why wouldn't you be doing that? But going beyond that, we want marketers to kind of let go of these vanity metrics and use metrics that are more important for their video. So that's engagement, measuring conversions, measuring leads generated, because that tells you a lot more about how uh, your audience is engaging with your video. The third thing is uh, you're most likely producing the wrong videos. And I like to rephrase this to say if you're not measuring your videos, you don't really know what works and what doesn't. So we tracked over a billion video plays, and we saw that videos under two minutes accounted for 51% of videos being produced, but only accounted for 11% of the engagement, while uh, videos that were more than 45 minutes were 3% of the videos being produced, but accounted for almost 30% of engagement. So you can see there's a discrepancy there between the types of videos being produced and the types of videos that are actually driving engagement. And uh, something I'd like to point out also is um, like a caveat, which is that this data may not be true for every brand. So for example, if you're a B2C company, maybe a two-minute video is going to work best for you, while well, if you're a B2B company, maybe a 45-minute video might work best for you. But what's important is that if you're not testing your video, you really just don't know what's working and what's not. And this slide just kind of shows that these numbers are changing even more drastically in 2018. So the fourth and fifth things are that marketers are stuck on a platform or two. They're throwing up a video on Facebook, they're throwing up a video on YouTube, but they're not remembering to run video across every single platform. So you wanna figure out how you can run video everywhere, and more specifically, how you can run video on your website, because your website is the place that ultimately you want all of your users to be going, and that's where you can track them the best. The sixth thing is that by not using trackable video on your website, users are leaving your website and going to YouTube. So this example is from Nike. Let's say you're on the internet and you're browsing, you're looking for a pair of new pair of running sneakers, or maybe you want some like snazzy yoga pants, or whatever it is that you want. You end up on their site and you want to watch a product video. Immediately, they push you to their YouTube channel. So all of the money they've just invested, maybe say it's Google Ad dollars, to get you there, uh, you've just now been pushed out of their marketing funnel. So, to avoid this, you wanna use things like video landing pages or video hubs and host them all on your website. That way you're keeping users inside of your funnel. But I'll talk a little bit about that later. But the same can be said for email. Um, maybe your email marketing team creates this email with really snazzy copy, uh, but they click on the link and you get sent to YouTube. So maybe you're getting suggestions for, you know, videos that are unrelated, like cats on a piano, or just things that are like, very unrelated to the type of content that you're providing. Uh, so you don't want to be doing this. You want to be uh, sending uh, users, not to a third-party platform, but to your website uh, in order to keep them inside of your funnel. And the last thing is that is that your lead scoring and attribution uh, data can be off by up to 50% if you're not tracking your video. So if you're just simply embedding a Facebook video or YouTube video onto your website, then your lead, attribution, your lead scoring and attribution is definitely off. So if we think about all of the information that we're tracking, uh, we track everything. We track, you know, who's uh, clicking on our Twitter page, how many people are ending up on a, a form or on a landing page. But so much of our data is coming from video, and we're not really tracking that properly. So if you're not tracking your video properly, then your lead scoring and attribution can't be uh, accurate either. So basically, what I'm tra- basically what we're what we're saying is that video marketing is being treated differently at the moment. It's being treated kind of as an afterthought. Uh, we're free creating all this fantastic uh, content, but we're not really tracking it and measuring it properly. So what we want to do is bring video marketing uh, fully into the tech stack, uh, making sure it's been giving the right uh, the right uh, attention that it needs. So this slide just kind of sums up the eight points that I talked about. And I'll go now into um, a bit of video marketing best practices and some things that marketers are doing in 2018 to leverage their video. So the first thing that you should be doing is measuring beyond the top of the funnel. And a great way to do that is to run shorter versions of your video um, to attract your users and then drive them to your website. So this example is from a B2B company. that They had an event that they were running, and so they had a marketing thought leader uh, create like a smaller a version of a video uh, that they put on Facebook. And then in order for users to actually find out more information uh, to register for the event, they had to go to the website. So just kind of linking them to the website so they can do that. And so these people really understood the power of video but also the power of um, getting users to really where you want them to go and moving them down that funnel. So we found that uh, on average, um, the average user watches 58 uh, seconds of video on your YouTube, 20 seconds of video on Facebook but almost four minutes of video on your website. So it just shows how important it is to make sure that you're actually um, hosting video on your website um, and giving, you know, giving people the opportunity to actually make it to your website and not just staying on kind of those social platforms. And this is also just showing that it's changing even more in 2018, those numbers. So 79% of marketers are using video for brand awareness. Um, However, only 38% of them are measuring video engagement on their website. So again, just showing kind of the discrepancy between the the amount of people that are actually using video and the amount of people that are measuring video. So the second thing you can do is to start measuring engagements and conversions instead of videos in place. So this example is from a Danish company that I can't pronounce, but basically they, um, they, they put a video hub on their website, uh, and from that they were found that they had three times higher conversion rate and a 45% more engagement. So instead of sending people to their YouTube channel, they were actually able to have everything on their website and ultimately provide their audience with more relevant content. The third thing is to produce and measure the right length of content for your audience. So this example is from Hint Health, which is a company in San Francisco, and uh, they pair like doctors with patients. So they had um, a conference where they sold out tickets for, uh, for their conference, and so they had a long waiting list of people. So their question was, we have all these people that are clearly interested. What can we do to get them involved? So they decided to host all of their speaker sessions live and they also provided all the video content on demand and they gated their content. So from all this content, they were able to generate over a thousand leads and they found out that people on average were watching 27.4 minutes of their video. So if someone's going to your uh, website and watching 27 minutes of video, then you're obviously doing something right and you should continue to produce that type of content. So I also just threw this stat back up here, which is what I mentioned earlier about the discrepancy between the types of videos being produced and the types of videos driving engagement, because um, Hint Health, they've, they've realized now that they can produce longer form content because it works for their audience. But they wouldn't have been able to do that if they weren't measuring their video to see what really works and what doesn't. Uh, the fourth thing is to run video across every channel, your website, and your emails. So this example is from Fitness DK. They are a uh, a gym in Denmark, and um, they have lots of local branches, and they run over 40 uh, different Facebook pages for all their local branches. So they also put a video hub up on their website to host all of their videos. And so by doing this, they were able to increase engagement on their website by 185.5%. And because they were using a video marketing platform, they were really easily able to manage all their video campaigns to all their different Uh, Facebook pages. So it's just a really good example of how you can be running your video everywhere. You can use video to increase leads. So Universal Robots is a company that creates robotic arms and other very cool robotic things. So as you can imagine, they have really engaging content, but they just didn't really know what to do with it. So they decided to uh, gate their content using video collectors. So it's basically just something that goes over your video that asks your uh, people that that you haven't, haven't yet been identified for their information uh, so that they can continue watching the content. And with, with implementing these video collectors, they were able to see that um, 50% of all the contacts they generated were from video collectors. So by, just, by, just by doing that, they were able to see that lead generation through video is a strategy that works for them but only 18% of marketers today are using videos to collect leads. So you can see that there's a big opportunity to test out whether uh, lead generation through video is something that might work for your brand or for your business. You can also use GIFs and animated thumbnails to improve click-through rates on your website. So for this example, again, it's a bit difficult to see because it's outlined in white, but this company was using um, email, so instead of just having a, you know, a static image, they used uh, GIF here. And they improve their click-through rates by 62%. So it's a really easy fix, but generates a, a good result. And the last thing is that you shouldn't be putting your video metrics into a silo. So this example is from Branch. They integrated video using uh, 23 with their marketing automation, uh, with their marketing automation account. And uh, since they did this integration, they've been able to identify over 4,000 leads in their uh, video marketing automation tool, um, and they found that. People watch, on average, 10 minutes of video on their website, and they've been sending all this data to their, you know, marketing automation platform. So, say someone is uh, watching a video for a certain amount of time, they've been able to, they can set up an automated workflow uh, through their email that says, "Hey, you know, I see that you're interested in this product. Uh, maybe do you want to find out more information?" And because their their video metrics weren't just living in YouTube or weren't just living in um, Uh, Facebook. They were able to really leverage this data across the entire organization and they went a step further sending their information to Salesforce where their sales team could do targeted outreach and say okay I've seen that you've watched 15 minutes of video across our website or 15 minutes of video on this specific specific, uh, topic. Do you have any questions for this specifically? Taking your video metrics out of a silo is the great way to make sure that you can use the data across your entire organization. So just kind of to bring it back to where we started, we want uh, the qualitative side and the quantitative side of our video to uh, be equal to each other. We want to put as much stock into creating and producing our video as we are into measuring our video. And so I'll just briefly go into what we at 23 are doing to modernize video. So first we have analytics. Basically we want your video analytics to be on par with your web analytics. So we're aggregating, uh, you know, uh, data from YouTube, Facebook, any all of the channels you're using your website, so you can see which channels are performing best, all from one platform. We are integrating with uh, marketing automation tools like HubSpot. So, like I said before, you don't want your video metrics in a silo. So we're, um, you know, sending all this information to HubSpot. We have a two-way sync. Uh, that provides uh, deep integration, so you can see things like real-time video heat maps inside of HubSpot. You can see email video previews, different things uh, all from one spot. We're allowing you to run video everywhere. We offer native distribution to uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and we're actually the first video marketing platform to offer the native distribution to LinkedIn, so we're proud of that. Uh, and we're allowing you to integrate video into your email campaign, so you can use uh, trackable GIFs and thumbnails in your video. Uh, You can directly integrate with your email platforms, things like that. So these are just kind of all the things that um, we're doing. um, It kind of addresses all the the pain points that you might have uh, with your video. So just to to leave you off with um, some things, I have a challenge for you, which is actually four challenges. But the first thing is to produce the right full photo content. So really test out and figure out what's right for your brand. If you've never tried to do a webinar, maybe test out doing a webinar. If you've never tried to do a 30 second Facebook video, test it out. See what's really working uh, in terms of content. And also test what channel, what channel is working for your video content. Is Facebook really the best channel for your content? Or is uh, your website the best channel for your content? I would argue that your website would be the best channel for your content, but don't just take my word for it. Really try it out and test it out and see what's working. The third thing is make sure that you're integrating video across all of your existing tools. There's so many great tools out there, Um, so make sure you're sending all of your video metrics and all of your data to these tools like HubSpot, like Google Analytics, things that will help you uh, with your lead scoring and your attribution. And lastly, you should be using a video marketing platform, and it can be literally any video marketing platform. I think that 23 offers the best product, but it doesn't have to be ours. Just make sure that you're taking steps further than just you know, posting a video on Facebook and posting a video on YouTube and then totally forgetting about it. So this is me, Simi at 23.net, you can find me there or at LinkedIn, uh, slash Simi Ojuri. And we're also doing, similar to the state of online video survey that we did in the past, we're doing a state of uh, webinars, 2018. So if you want to be a part of how marketers are shaping and thinking about webinars, uh, fill out, you have uh, surveys on your seats, so you can fill those out, Um, and you can also, be entered for a chance to win a $200 Amazon gift card. But if you have any questions at all about uh, video marketing, about uh, video services, anything like that, please come talk to me, come talk to my colleagues in the back. We're happy to answer any of your video questions that you might have. Thank you.